2: Presents Hollywood. Lever <laughs> Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, bring you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Dennis Day, Ann Blythe, and Barry Fitzgerald in Top of the Morning. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. <laughs>
3: Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen, and the top of the morning. For quite a few years, we've been looking forward to St. Patrick's Day and the Lux Radio Theater falling on the same day. Because we wanted to bring you one of those charming, whimsical tales that only the Irish can tell. Chock full of will-o'-the-wisp, the little people, and the wearing of the green. And as our stars of tonight's enchanting romance from Paramount Pictures, we have Dennis Day singing the songs of old Aaron to that delightful Colleen Anne Blythe. And because we should have at least one Irishman who's kissed the Barney Stone, that grand character actor, Barry Fitzgerald. And now, before the curtain goes up, I want you to hear of an important discovery about Lux Toilet Soap. That is wonderful news
4: for your complexion. Yes, tonight I want to make you a promise. A promise that you can improve your complexion, make it feel smoother, firmer... Look fresher, clearer with daily Lux Soap Care. And here is the new discovery that proves this promise. Lux Soap Care has skin tonic action. Remember that phrase, skin tonic action. It means that Lux Care actually stimulates your inner skin. Now you've probably always thought of your skin from the outside. Tonight, think of your skin from the inside because the real improvement begins on the inside. Scientific tests show, the more you stimulate your inner skin, the lovelier your outer skin looks. And that's just what skin tonic action does for you. It means your complexion will look smoother, firmer, fresher, clearer, even younger. Yes, scientific evidence proves that Lux skin tonic action will make a real difference in the loveliness of any normal, healthy skin, and that probably means your skin. You can easily prove this for yourself. Start your daily Lux care now, and you will see that just one cake of Lux will make your complexion definitely smoother, definitely fresher. You can count on this. We would not make this promise unless we were certain that Lux would fulfill every word of it. So try Lux now. Lux toilet soap care and the beautifying benefits of skin tonic action are guaranteed by Lever Brothers Company.
3: Now, Top of the Morning, starring Anne Blythe as Con, Dennis Day as Joe Mulqueen, and Barry Fitzgerald as E. McNaughton.
5: My name's Joe Mulqueen. Oh, it's a good Irish name, all right, but the closest i would ever been to Ireland is a paid-up membership card in the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick and the Fife and Shillelagh Marching Club. The closest, that is, until a couple of weeks ago. You see, I happen to work for the Manhattan Insurance Company, and one day the
3: boss called me in. I just got a cablegram, Joe. Another big theft. They filed a claim for half a million dollars. (whistles) How well do you get along with the Irish?
5: Well, I root for Notre Dame regularly. Why?
3: Because you're taking the next plane for Ireland.
5: Well, why pick on me? What do I know about
3: Ireland? Well, your mother came from there, didn't she? That's no advantage. And the only other man available is Manny Epstein. That's no advantage either. Now, the theft of the stone was reported a few hours ago in Cork. What kind of stone? The Blarney Stone. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to give me? I know it's crazy, but we're stuck for 500,000
5: bucks. But, boss, you can't insure a thing like the Blarney Stone.
3: We did. And the point is, we can't afford that kind of loss. Your tickets and expense money are outside. And here, six pages of notes. You can read all about it on the plane. Now, get going. And when I get there? Check with the Cork police, a fellow named Inspector Fowler. Don't let anyone else know who you are. Just be friendly, mix with the people, and find that blarney
5: stone. Sheila Agus Carlanje. Meaning what? That's Gaelic. I think it means Here comes the British. <laughs> well, ich will das später, there, Dorton, boss. Keep in touch, see, and
3: keep those reports coming in.
5: Well, according to the notes, the theft had been reported to the village police force consisting of two men, Sergeant Bryony McNaughton and Officer Huey Devine.
6: Oh, it's all too true, Huey. The Blarney Stone has disappeared. And as the legal arm of this village, we belong at the scene of the crime. Now go fetch a bicycle.
1: Hey, look, Bryony, look. Half the
6: village is coming to hear you verify the circumstances. No, 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 no. Get back to your business and let Huey and me attend to our own.
7: Bryony... The
8: stone is gone from
6: the castle. Aye.
7: Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. There'll be
6: no more gift to the Blarney. Oh, a speechless
1: world. Oh, it's a sparkling calamity. Hey, Briony, look. Your daughter. Morning, Con. Morning, Huey. I brought your lunch early, father.
6: Take it back, girl. Too much to do today. Oh,
1: then it's really gone, just as the legend said. Oh, I indeed, that someday the Blarney stone will be stolen. Oh. And there will follow strange accidents and unhappy deeds.
6: Don't wait up for me, Con. I'm a busy man today. Now, out of me way there. Out of me way.
7: Oh, you'll be proud of your father now, Con.
9: Oh, yes, it's a large day for Bryony McNaughton. Oh, for 30 years there's been no such time.
7: That's right, Con. That's right. This is the proof of Bryony. Oh,
9: yes. A chance for him to be looked up to for his share of time. And that's a small wish. Oh, find it, Father. Find
6: the stone. Come along, Huey, over here by the castle steps. Now, it's footprints we're looking for.
10: Ah,
1: footprints? Ah, she, you've got a vast treasure between your ears,
6: Briny. A supreme brain. Aye, aye. Hey, Briny, there's footprints. Look. Divine, those are my footprints.
7: Morning, Sergeant
6: Inspector Fallon. Well, we got things started.
7: Irvine, rope off this entire area before it's turned into a picnic ground. Yes, sir. Immediately, sir. And
6: what about me, sir? Now why
7: could I could either go back like... to the village, Brian But the case, sir, the terrible theft. You operate under the police department of the city of Cork. You got no jurisdiction here. Now you'll do us more good if you tend to your own job. You mean that that
6: I can't help? Sir. I'm
7: sorry, McNaughton, but we'll be moving too fast for an old man to keep up.
6: An old man?
7: Well, maybe not. But who'd bet you'd have the price of another sunrise? Now, please, McNaughton, you'd better go back.
6: Yes, sir. Not the price of another sunrise. And that from a little man who weighs no more than than a nickel. Well, I'll stay on the case and I'll solve it. I'll solve it if it's the last thing I
10: do.
5: Well, the case was still wide open when I reached Cork. First, I checked in with Inspector Fallon, then I bought a lot of oil paints and a canvas and headed for the village. En route, I spent an hour or two at Blarney Castle, then I paid a week's rent at the local Waldorf and spread the word around that I was an artist. I wandered over to the first meadow I saw and set up the easel. As expected, it wasn't too long before I had an audience.
11: Would it be right, sir, to say you're a painter of things? Of course he's a painter. The brush is the proof.
5: Oh, hiya, men. Well, I'm glad to see you appreciate the finer things.
11: It is a picture, is it?
5: Well, sure it is. Thought i captured the scene rather well myself. Trees, cows, the river. Oh, well, I guess I'll be going back to the village now.
11: Can we help you?
5: Swell. You grab the easel and the art critic here can carry the paint box.
11: The brushes are full of paint, sir. It's a great mess.
5: Oh, the uh, brushes. Well, where can I wash them?
11: There's a little river, sir, at the end of your nose.
5: Well, let's mosey over, shall we? Say, uh, that robbery created quite a stir around here, hmm?
11: And the evil deeds begin already. Already have six cattle died of no cause at all. Mm. And there's the man who sneezed.
5: Sneezed? Is that bad?
11: Well, sneezing is one thing. But we do not see it odd for a man to sneeze. Without closing his eyes, oh, the blinding grief has started for certain.
5: Well, I'm sure sorry, fellas. Meanwhile, let me wash out my brushes.
11: It's a madness of Kelly you've made of this thing, sir.
5: Oh, that. Well, uh, that's the palette. Uh, give it to me. I'll take my knife and scrape the paint off. Well, now, and who do we have over there?
11: Con McNaughton, sir, doing her washing as any proper girl should. It is said, sir, that the stream of Donald Gurnish is surely the fairest place alive to wash, or to wish. Is that a fact? Sir, would you be cleaning our paints, or would you be staring at Con at her laundry work?
5: Oh, yeah. Let's get going here.
11: Now she's staring at him. And come in this way.
9: I'm Con McNaughton.
11: And who are you?
5: Joe McQueen. Oh, my. What a doll.
9: Ah. I...
11: Aye, there's little to match the beauty of Con McNaughton. And now would you have anything else to say? Just uh,
5: amen.
9: Oh, you're American, then.
5: How can you tell?
9: Oh, it was easy, since they're the only ones who know just the tail end of a prayer.
10: (laughs) Oh, see.
9: America. The land's end. I beg your pardon? And the knife in his hand.
5: Oh, uh, I forgot to clean it. I'll be right with you.
9: Here's. His knife. If it's blood you're thinking of, it's only red paint, such as his cow is made of. Oh, I'm pondering on not a matters, Pierce O'Neill. the prophecy. The prophecy is related by Biddy O'Devlin. What prophecy, Con? Uh, Being a boy, you wouldn't know, but a prophecy that has come to Biddy down through the ages. Oh, help me with my bundle, Pierce. Hurry. Hey,
11: what's the rush? What you talking about? Who's Biddy?
5: And what's this prophecy?
11: You'll have to ask Con McNaughton, sir, if you can catch her.
5: Well, I will. I will.
11: You'd better wait for another time. It's in her mind now. And as any fool knows, the mind of a woman is a dreadful thing to dwell upon.
5: Even in Ireland, huh? (laughs) Well, I went back to the village, but I'd no more than hit Main Street when the law closed in. Yep. (laughs) Bryony McNaughton and Huey Devine hustled me straight to the Hoosgown. Now then, Mr. McQueen...
6: Suppose you tell us just what you were doing exactly hanging around Glarney Castle this morning.
5: Oh, uh, that. Well, uh, you see, I was painting. You know, pictures. Go ahead and take a look at them.
6: Hey. Hey, he's
5: painted
1: something here, Bryony. Oh, it's a thing of great confusion.
5: Yeah. Take a look, Sarge. I rather think I've got something there, don't you? Note the expression on the cow's face. Treated in profile, you see.
6: Tell me. Uh, yeah. You paid money to learn to do this. It was a gift from heaven. Well, I'd leave the church. (laughs) Now, I'll give you one more chance. What are you doing in this village?
5: Look, I just told you, Sarge, but if you're going to run your jail this way, I'll just have to take my business someplace else. All right, you're Lock him up. Lock me up? Oh, now, look, fellas, on what charge?
6: is enough. And to that, add invading the privacy of the cow. Oh, Brady, that's a gigantic reply. I didn't
5: think it was so big.
6: Yes, and you can stay in there until you're ready to answer some questions. Like, for instance? Telling us your name's Mulqueen. Now, supposing you tell us your real name?
5: That is my real name, Joe Mulqueen.
6: Uh, they say the true check is in a man's face. Well, in this case, it's hard to tell you. Eh? Because uh, there's practically nothing in his there. <laughs> Look, first you toss me in the
5: pokey, and now you tell me I'm not Irish. Look, fellas, I've got to draw the line somewhere.
6: Well, I'll interrogate you further when you've had time to think things over.
1: Hey, hey, Briny. Briny, you left your concertina there in the cell. Uh-oh. Oh, we're about to hear a tune played.
6: Another gift from heaven, I suppose. As beautiful Kitty
1: one
12: morning was dripping with a pitcher of milk
6: from the
12: fair of rain when she saw me, she stumbled. A pitcher it tumbled. And all the sweet butter milk spilled on the plain She said to me, you know, ah, what shall I do now? Sure, sure, such a pitcher I'll ne'er meet again Was the pride of my dairy, oh, Barney McClary Your scent as a plague on the girls of Coleraine sat down beside her and gently did chide her That such a misfortune should give her such pain A kiss then I gave her and there I did lay her She'd bowed for such pleasure she'd break it again T'was haymaking season, I can't tell the raisin Misfortunes will never come single his plain, Ah, very soon after, poor Kitty's disaster, the devil, a pitcher,
10: was left in the
6: Ah, sung like a civilized angel, Huey. Uh
1: that was a sweet noise, Brianie.
6: Go on, Huey, open the door.
1: Huh? Let him out?
6: Yeah. What about the charges, Brianie? Oh, I just dismissed them. Bryony, isn't he the tender lad? Joe, oh, listen, after hearing you sing, I've decided you've been telling the truth. Now, what are your plans for tonight?
5: Well, I, I was going to bed early. You see, I thought I'd take my brushes and catch the sunrise.
6: We're well, having a party at our house tonight. Would you care to come? I said, uh, would you
1: care to come? Hey, hey, Brianie? The lad's studying the picture on your desk.
6: The picture of con. Yeah, she's me daughter, Joe. Looks just like me. Your daughter, huh? <laughs> I just canceled the sunrise. Good. And about tonight, just ask for the house of Bryony McNaughton. You can't, miss it.
5: You know, Sarge, you've been pretty nice at that. Yep. I may even do your portrait someday. Oh, oh no,
6: oh no, no, not, not that, no,
5: no. Lots of character there. It's
1: spread all over. Oh, Bryony, he likes you. You have a nice face, too. I'm so sweetly disposed, Briney. Not a
6: word or approach for arresting them. I can see that you were tricked by my clan, too. Do you know what I think of John McQueen? I think he's our man. No. Yes. First the blindest Stone is stolen. Then out of the morning a stranger comes with no explanation except that he paints pictures you'd be ashamed to hang in your broom closet. <laughs> now, what do the facts suggest? Ah, Briney. Briony, it was your pies that tricked him. Now, what's our plan? To fool him with friendship till we find some evidence. So tonight, while he's at the party, you'll be at the hotel searching the zoo. Oh, Briony, your intellect's loaded with molecules. <laughs> ah, well, no, I, I, I wouldn't say that, Huey. But on certain things, Briony McNaughton doesn't have to be uh, bitten by a fox, oh,
10: oh no. <laughs>
5: Meanwhile, I had gone back to the hotel, plugged in the dictaphone machine, and proceeded to dictate my first report on the case of the missing Blarney Proceeding at once to the village, where uh, things started getting a little rough. Seems like everybody in town's a little wacky. Anyway, the officer in charge is a cute old codger named McNaughton. Doesn't have much talent, though. Doubt if he could find the curve in a pretzel if you furnished him with a blueprint. But he's a sweet old man. Leaving soon for a party at his home. We'll advise further tomorrow. Signed, Joe Mulqueen. Oh, uh, P.S. If anybody steals one of the pyramids, Manny Epstein's your man.
2: Before we return with Act Two of Top of the Morning... Here's your Lux Hollywood reporter, Libby Collins.
13: With a picture of intrigue in Ankara, the true story of World War II's most notorious spy. You'll see the whole expose in 20th Century Fox's gripping documentary, Five Fingers.
2: James Mason as Cicero shows how the valet of a British ambassador sold top secrets to the Germans.
13: Lux lovely Danielle Darieux plays Cicero's co partner in espionage. And Michael Rennie is the British inspector.
2: Libby, speaking of top secrets, what am I bid for Hollywood's top beauty secret?
13: Oh, why, John, everyone knows that glamorous screen stars depend on Lux soap to make skin really lovelier.
2: Yes, when you see lovely Daniel Derrier in Five Fingers, look at her Lux smooth skin. You'll see that Lux soap care with its skin tonic action makes a real difference in the loveliness of skin. And girls, you can be sure that the beauty care that works for Hollywood stars will work for you, too. So, try it now. See how soon Lux Skin Tonic Action can improve your skin. Remember, it's proved. The more you stimulate your inner skin with Lux Soap Care, the lovelier your complexion looks. You'll see, you'll feel, it is definitely smoother, firmer, fresher, clearer. Yes, just one cake of Lux Toilet Soap with its Skin Tonic Action can bring this quick new beauty to you. Now, our producer, Mr. William Keeley.
3: Act two of Top of the Morning, starring Dennis Day as Joe and Blythe as Conn, Barry Fitzgerald as Bryony, and Dan O'Hurley as Huey Devine.
5: Well, that night I went over to Bryony's house for the party. Frankly, I was hoping to make a little time with his daughter. But when I got there, Khan was having a session with an old lady who sat in the corner.
14: Oh, and what happened today, Biddy or oh, not would frighten a star. As the wisest woman in nine counties, I've already heard. Then it has been fulfilled, the first condition of the prophecy. Well, to give you a definite answer, Khan, it all depends. On the other hand, there's the second condition. Oh, tell me, Biddy, tell me again. That he shall come to your house in a coat of Amy. And sing like the imprisoned bird of Connemara. <gasps> Biddy. Well, girl. There he
9: is, talking with father.
14: And his court's as green as the map of
9: Ireland. Not only that, he's... Oh, Biddy, look, here they come.
6: This way, Joe. this way. Biddy O'Devlin, this is Joe Queen. I have him for my friend. Good evening. He has a generous face, Branny. Eh? And you've already met me daughter. Ah, oh, we did,
14: father, this afternoon.
6: Then run for the beer con, I'm Ah, oh,
14: yes, father, right away. And what of the rubber brownie and the blarney
6: stone? Oh, there's nothing to report,
14: Biddy. And while we wait, the evil deeds go on. Today I saw a man walking in the sun, and the strange part is he did not cast a shadow. No
6: shadow? (laughs) Well, what do you think of that, Joe? I think it's a whale of an act.
9: Oh, the beer, Father,
6: for you and Biddy. And none for Mulqueen. Well, I've been
9: thinking that perhaps Mr. Mulqueen would rather dance if there was someone to ask him you do dance, Mr. Mulqueen.
14: Well, I might get by. You leave.
9: <laughs> then I should
14: like to dance with
6: you. They go together, Brianie, like fleas and a dog. Oh, do they now? Dick can't tell you what happened today. The prediction? Ah, uh, that's a yarn made up for a village girl 500 years ago. How would it count in days like these? Brianie,
7: Brianie, Briony, it's your telephone. You a Divine, and his voice is as pale as a
6: bucket of lard. Who is it? you are excusing me, Biddy. It's me official capacity,
5: A moment later, Bryony rushed from the house, jumped on his bicycle, and disappeared. There might have been those who missed him, but not Con and me. By now, we were alone
10: out in the garden.
9: So I thought I'd tell you about the lilac bushes, Joe, out here in the garden. But,
5: Con, there aren't any lilac bushes.
9: That's true. For in this part of the country, it is said that the children's breath on the air is perfume enough.
5: Oh, do you have to believe in every fairy tale you hear? I guess it's nice once in a while, but you overdo it around here, don't you
9: think? Oh, it's true. But at least we know their fairy tales. And it's a better way to think of the fields we'll walk in, the sons we'll want, and the men we'll marry.
5: Hey, how about those men?
9: Oh, not enough prayers to St. Anne, I suppose. St. Anne? Oh, the saint of lovers. All the girls pray to her. It's a short prayer. Please, St. Anne, get me a man. <laughs>
5: Where do I get in line?
9: How do you
10: mean, Joe?
5: Oh, honey, you're starting to get some action already. Action? Well, how could you miss?
9: Well, what are you planning on, Joe Mulqueen?
5: Well, back home, they call this making a
9: pitch. Well, could I ask you now, back home, is there such a thing as a slow pitcher?
12: You're in love with someone Anyone would know Takes up all your dreamings makes you sort of glow, I guess you think your laughter covers up your sight,
10: but you've
12: got a love lord in your
10: lovely
12: eyes. Oh, you're in love with someone, anyone I know, like to have his chances, a lucky so-and-so, forever and forever, he'll be loving you naturally. If you're in love with someone
15: like me.
9: Singing is a very rich custom. I like it.
5: Yeah, well, I guess it's time for Joe to be rolling. Good night, Con.
9: Good night, Joe.
5: And by the way, if you get a flash from St. Anne, keep me in mind.
9: (laughs) And he sings. Sings like the imprisoned bird of Connemara.
5: I was in kind of a hurry to get back to the hotel. I had a hunch that if I wasn't too late, I'd find company
1: up in my room. Now, now, before you get upset, Mr. Mulqueen, we'll have you know this
6: is an official police visit.
5: Well, hiya, Huey, Bryony.
6: We've been searching your room.
5: Well, if it's the Blarney Stone you're looking for, I'm afraid... You
6: do me the favor to answer me questions. This machine here, what is it?
5: Oh, that's just a dictaphone machine. You talk into it and it plays back.
6: Now, that's a pretty scheme. Would you mind having it play back?
5: Uh, oh well, maybe some other time, Briony.
6: That's an order. Play it. Well,
5: we can play a little bit, I guess. You sure you want to hear this? Play it. But it's just...
1: Oh well. Uh,
5: Manhattan Insurance Company, attention E. L. Larkin. First report on the theft of the Blarney Stone. Hey,
6: Briony, it's him. It's his voice. Keep quiet, Dwight.
5: Arrived on schedule. Made contact immediately with the Cork
6: police. Hey, the man's a detective. Play on. Judas McQueen.
5: <laughs> Proceeding at once to the village where things started getting a little rough. Seems like everybody in town's a little wacky. Well, anyway, the officer in charge is a cute old codger named McNaughton. Doesn't have much talent, though.
1: Oh, Briny, I'm filled with despair.
5: Well, that's about all. Uh, not much else to it. More. More? Oh, but it's just routine, you
6: see. Huey, press the button again.
5: Doesn't have much talent, though. Doubt if he could find a curve and a pretzel if you furnished him with a blueprint. But he's a sweet old man. Sweet old man. Sweet old man. Sweet old. He gets stuck like that sometimes. Anyway, that's really all there is to it, you see. Oh, Briony, your heart must be as heavy as a bag full of anvils. Oh, I don't blame you for being sore, Briony, but now that you know, we can work together, huh? I'll need your help.
6: No, no, you won't. For if you're not wise, you queen, you'll get some other machine that'll make you so. Come on, Hewitt.
9: But, Father, last night when Joe sang in the garden...
6: Yeah, oh, don't excellent. you see,
9: Father, Video Devlin's prediction is
6: right. Biddy O'Devlin. Any properly trained woman would have been dead years ago. And as for Joe Mulqueen, I detest the man. Oh. And that's for some of my observations. Now, bring me my breakfast.
9: Yes, Father. Eh, uh, Yes.
6: Did you see how the next condition went? Oh. I thought you had no interest in Oh, I don't, I don't, don't, but but, but if you were just now to to, blot it out, how would it go?
9: Well, it is said that he will speak in a great voice, the sound of which will come from small places not dreamed of.
6: (laughs) Well, I don't believe it. Here I am with a great coin to solve, and the daughter of me days, talking and listening to predictions. I bid you good morning. I'm going to work.
10: (laughs)
1: Now, you heard what Sergeant McNaughton said. Mr. Mulqueen, you've been requested to
5: leave town on the next bus. Oh, now, wait. I came here to the police station to... Well, after all, cooperating is one thing, but tossing me out of town is quite a switch. What's happened, Bryony?
6: Oh, it just changed my mind. And there's no hurry about leaving, just so long as it's immediate. All
5: right. And I hate to leave with that reward and everything, but a fella can't win them all, I guess.
6: Reward, did you say? Uh, tell me now, what, what, what reward is that? Oh,
5: the usual thing posted by my company,
6: $5,000. Joe, Joe, uh, sit, sit, sit down. you sit, sit down. <laughs> yes, Now, and about, uh, about that reward, you'd be the one to get it, I suppose.
5: No, not eligible. I just make the recommendation.
6: Oh, well, then, then maybe Blarney
5: could get us.
1: Oh, sure,
5: if he finds the Blarney Stone.
6: Five thousand
5: dollars
1: Oh, Briny! to be rich. That's a comfort even to the dead.
5: <laughs> of course, we'd have to work on the case together. Now, what do you say? Your Honor. Okay. Now, first of all, who's on your list of suspects? Cormac Gillespie.
6: Why? Why? Well, for one thing, Gillespie is seen on the grounds the night of the robbery. Oh, that's a fair start. Ah, he's an ugly creation, Joe. If you had to walk around the world, you wouldn't lend him an shoe. But he's the only
1: one who'd stand to profit from the stone being gone.
6: Oh? How? He's burning up farms. With all the accidents and the cattle dying and such, it's easy to find those who'll sell for cheap.
1: Cormac Gillespie has spoke to me cousin already, asking to buy his cattle.
6: No, no, I, I'm afraid
5: it'll never hold, fellas. Well, anyway,
6: dig up all you can on Gillespie, will you? And nobody's to know you're a detective, right? Oh, no. Artiste. Artiste. Oh, 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 oh Briney!
1: $5,000. Oh, I'm delirious for you, Briney! <laughs>
6: no, no, quiet down, Huey, quiet down. Amongst the wealthy, laughter is kept at a respectable pitch.
5: I spent the rest of the day running a check on Gillespie, but it all added up to zero.
6: Even Briney had to admit it. Well, maybe you're right, Joe. maybe Gillespie is innocent. But what would you say to this now? Two days ago, Gillespie called on Huey's cousin, Tamine, to buy his land. Huey's cousin turned him down. And this afternoon, while you were gone, Huey's cousin died. Oh, the
1: seizure was very sudden, Joe. His wagon turned over on the road and killed him dead.
6: Killed him, huh? Yeah, well, perhaps no certain people would believe in the accident.
1: If you're wondering, do I think Gillespie killed Tamine? The answer is no. What
6: was an accident? But Cormac Gillespie counted on the accident's happening.
1: Eh, uh, I was his only relation, Joe. Oh, me heart's destroyed with the grief of it all.
6: I don't see any tears, Huey.
1: Ah, oh, well, now, you see, as Briony can tell you, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, what do you might call it, an internal weeper.
6: Oh. Yes, oh, that's true, Joe, that's true, his, the tears fall on his inside.
1: Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, just saw his will, Briony, Tommy left me Everton. Did he know
6: uh, About the accident, I'd,
1: I'd like to see where it happened. Oh, Joe, Joe, do you mind? I'm that overcome with me loss.
5: Well, it could wait until some other time.
1: Hey, could we all have a drink,
6: Briony? It helps with the sorry, you know. Let's go over to the pub, boys. A nice glass of beer and a word for the woes of the world. Oh, thank you, Briony, thank you.
5: There was a telephone in the local saloon. I slipped away from Briony and the bereaved and put in a call for Inspector Fallon. I had a great idea... And if Fallon okayed it, our chances of finding the Blarney Stone might improve considerably. Fallon okayed it. Meanwhile, what about Bryony's daughter, Khan? Well, right about now, Khan was seeing Biddy O'Devlin, her
9: pretty head spinning with
5: 500 years of legend. And it happened,
9: Biddy, it happened. The fourth prediction. His voice will come forth from small places not dreamed of.
14: But it's the fifth one that really counts, Khan. Or that I love him or no one at all. And the important part, if your love is returned, he will tread heavily on your heart. Biddy, to be loved in return, is there no way to guarantee it? Well, I could put a curse on him. Oh, no, no. I I don't think a curse would be fair. Besides, it does little good to curse an American. They never seem to know the difference. I guess I'll just have to work.
9: Wa- Biddy. Biddy, will you look out your doorway? It's himself walking on the road. Joe queen, and I'm the favorite of fate. Oh, could you give me a
14: wise word to go on? Well, now, uh, go to him. And should he hit you in the eye with a lump of coal, it's a sign you're making no progress. Oh, thank you, Biddy. Thank you. And may you never have a reason, come to hear the last and terrible condition that I'm afraid even to speak of.
10: And
8: over there is the old church, Joe,
9: built 700 years ago, along with this little low wall I'm walking on. It's luck to walk on it, they say.
5: How about sitting down on it?
9: <laughs> I would say that's good luck, too. Now, help me down before I...
5: <gasps> hey! Take it easy.
9: Oh, the stone. It moved. Are you all right? I told you it was luck. Any other stone, I, I'd have broken a leg at least. Well, we're... We're sitting, Joe.
5: You know, I'm going to have to teach you to play post office.
9: Is it a difficult game to learn?
5: <laughs> Not for a natural-born athlete. Say, uh... What about the romance situation around here?
9: Oh, it's been said of our village that here the greatest pleasures are the reading of books and the kissing of girls. Keeps a girl pretty busy, huh? Oh, yes. Unless, of course, she's married to a great reader. How about you? Oh, I've been kissed, Joe. Sixty-seven times, of course. Thirty of the sixty-seven were at fairs and parties and... Well, that hardly counts.
5: Oh, it's still a fine showing. Fine.
9: Oh, but there's Maggie O'Shea who lives down from us who's been kissed... 81 times.
5: Local record, huh?
9: Oh, by far.
5: Would you like to establish a new one?
9: Oh, yes. I mean, that is...
12: You're in love with someone Anyone would know Takes up all your dreaming And makes you sort of glow I guess you think your laughter covers up your
10: side But you've
12: got a love look
15: In your
10: lovely eyes
15: Oh, it is sweet to think That wherever we roam We are sure to find something Blissful and dear and that when we're far from the lips we know.
5: By the time I took Con home, Maggie O'Shea was running a poor second. Con invited me to stay for supper.
9: I hope you're not starving, Joe. We'll wait eat till Father gets home.
5: He's kind of late, isn't
9: he? Oh, it must be the case. Oh, it's his great opportunity, Joe. I mean, Father was never first or best at anything.
5: Oh, he's coming now, Con. He's coming up the path.
9: Will you tell him of us?
5: If I can squeeze a word in.
9: <laughs> Joe's here, Father. We're waiting supper
6: would sit on me stomach
5: like a keg of nails. Well, aren't you coming in? We've got something to tell you.
6: Haven't you said enough already, Mr. Mulqueen? Said enough. Mr. Mulqueen, did you or did you not telephone Inspector Fallon about a plan?
5: Well, sure I did, but I...
6: And did you tell him that you'd have to be careful of me? And that I was a, a problem? Oh, now, wait a minute. That isn't what I meant at all. Well, I've been removed and made assistant. Huey Devine is the new sergeant. Devine?
9: Oh, but what has Joe to do with this? I don't understand.
6: He's a detective, Con. Sent
5: over to find the Blarney Stone. Oh, Con, now look. If Fallon got jumpy or something, I can fix it.
9: Will you leave, Joe? Will you please to take yourself out of here? Con, please. I'll leave some supper on the back doorstep. That's another one of our silly customs. Supper for a beggar, Joe. A one who is poor in spirit. You have your choice.
5: I couldn't figure it. Sure, I told Fallon I had a plan, but there was nothing in it about taking Bryony's stripes away. Now Fallon had gone back to Cork and wouldn't return until morning. Meanwhile, old Biddy O'Devlin
9: had a visitor. Why should I have listened to him, Biddy? Because Joe Mulqueen's the one you chose. Well... The prediction's done and it's of matter to no one. Except
14: for the last condition, Come, It's been fulfilled. The last one beyond that. A condition I've had no breath for. You'll have to say it, Biddy. Aye. If you should turn him out of your house, and that you've done, he'll go to the wood of Cali. There a song will be sung in the light of the moon. And your man... Will die. No. No, oh, that's not true. Oh, what's to be done, Biddy? Being a part of the prediction, neither you nor I can warn him it would do no good. Oh, there must be some way to keep him from the wood of Kali. If you were to pray, you might do it. I will. I will. Pray until me knees hurt. Do. And then pray sitting down until you get the same result. There a song will be sung by the light of the moon, and your man will
10: die.
3: Top of the Morning will continue in a few seconds. Now, my guest, Paramount's lux lovely starlet, Susan Morrow. Susan has just seen a preview of that wonderful new musical comedy, Aaron Slick from Punkin' Crick.
8: It's really a very funny picture with Alan, uh, Alan Young, Dinah Shore, Robert Merrill, and Adele Jergens.
3: And Paramount staging the world premiere March 21st in Indianapolis with Alan Young in person.
8: Dinah Shore and Robert Merrill sing some wonderful new hit songs. In Aaron Slick from Pumpkin Creek. Yes,
3: and Alan Young is hilarious as the country bumpkin who saves Dinah Shore from the city slickers.
8: Those big-time operators are Robert Merrill and Adele Jergens. Adele really is slick-looking, too. What a lux, lovely complexion Adele has.
2: I'd say you, too, Susan.
8: Oh, I'm a lux enthusiast, too, John, especially since coming here. I'm out in the sun so much, my, sun, my skin could be quite dry.
2: That's why Lux Soap Care, with its skin tonic action... Helps you, Susan, and helps so many women with dry skin. You see, Lux Skin Tonic Action stimulates your inner skin, helps it retain natural moisture, so your skin naturally looks smoother and fresher.
8: I do find my skin much softer with Lux Soap Care. All I do is cream in the rich lather, rinse warm, splash cold. The result? Wonderful.
2: Thank you, Susan Morrow. Girls, try Lux Toilet Soap Care now. You'll see Lux Skin Tonic Action can make your skin smoother, firmer, fresher, clearer. You'll see why 9 out of 10 screen stars use Lux Toilet Soap. We pause now for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network.
16: You're listening to Same Time, Same Station, the best of old-time radio. And I'm your host, Jerry Hendigus.
3: The curtain rises on Act Three of Top of the Morning, starring Dennis Day as Joe, and Blythe as Con, Barry Fitzgerald as Bryony, and Dan O'Hurley as Huey Devine. <laughs>
5: I kept pretty busy the next day, and by the time Inspector Fallon arrived in the village, I had a couple of interesting
7: items to tell him. You're angry about McQueen.
5: That nice little parley you put over. On account of you, Brian McNaughton's been demoted, and I lose my gal.
7: I've told you what we thought of the old man. Now, what have you found out?
5: Well, Inspector, I've been out in the country, that spot in the road where Huey Devine's cousin was killed. Well? You're right, Fallon. It wasn't an accident. That cart was pushed over. On my way way back, I had a little confab with an old gal named Video Devlin. We cooked up an idea how we can swing it tonight. Only McNaughton plays or we don't play at all.
7: Okay. Uh, You need any help in the meantime?
5: Got all I need. Video Devlin's for the light work and a kid named Pierce O'Neill for the heavy duty.
7: Plus McNaughton. A small boy, an old woman, and a man with rheumatism. Can you think of anything worse? No, but I'll work on it. See you tonight, Fallon.
5: Staring into the fire with the law of the land gathered around her.
7: I'm ready
14: to begin now.
6: Just tell us about the Blarney Stone, Biddy.
14: Well, she. Now, now, Brian, there's no need to, to, to rush the good woman. It was stolen to cover up a black deed. And the black deed was the killing of the cousin of Huey Devine. I should like I always suspected. Cormac Gillespie. With the stone gone, accidents were sure to follow. And the death of the cousin could seem an accident like any of the rest. Hey, oh, oh, what's that?
5: That's the warning from Pierce. W-
14: warning, Joe. You didn't let the lad sing.
6: He was to let us know if someone was heading here. And who would be heading here, you but call me Gillespie? Gillespie? All right,
1: boys, let's get him. Come on now. I was right. I I was right. Gillespie.
5: Yes, the plan was working out as scheduled. Gillespie stood in the moonlight just long enough to be recognized, then darted off into the darkness of the woods. We all followed, all except Brian. You see, our plan was to have Briony slip back into the cottage and wait there. Wait until we heard another warning from Pierce.
1: Huey. (laughs) Did I scare you, Pierce? It's a sweet voice you have, boy. That rock. Huey, no. A sweet voice to charm an ear. I'll give a warning. Please, Huey. Please, let me go. You'll sing no more in the wood of Kali... (laughs) <laughs> you leave me no
2: choice, Biddy. You know, don't you?
14: I... It wasn't Gillespie.
1: You killed him, Huey. You killed your cousin. <laughs> I brought a length of rope for you, Biddy. I'll do it swift.
6: Just I promise. I you are. I...
1: Briney. Oh, oh, oh Briney! They, they played
6: a terrible trick on me. Did you need your cousin's money that badly? Oh, for dressing up, Briny, and traveling... Oh, the sceneries a man could behold if he
1: only had the money.
6: Drop it, Huey. Drop the poker.
1: Uh, you're the friend of me. Days, Briony. Stay away. Please, Briony, please.
6: <laughs> That's better. Joe, Inspector, you can come in now.
7: Good work, McNaughton. You all right, Mrs. O'Deberlain?
14: Well, it's a night to discuss for a
7: hundred years. But you'll not find the Blarney stone. I'll not give you that pleasure. We'll find it. villain. Dylan. You and Frank, take him out of the car. Oh, oh, Briony. Briony, I'm terrible alone. I'm terrible
10: alone. Briony!
7: Now, where could he have hidden that stone? If a man is wise,
14: he hides a loaf of bread in a bakery and a monk in a monastery. It's
7: a cinch,
5: Fallon. All you have to do is search every stone quarry in Ireland.
14: But if you... My Queen, the boy Pierce, where is he? Why hasn't he returned?
5: I told him to come back just as soon as you're he...
6: Divine. Oh. You must have found him in the wood.
10: Oh, up you, quickly now. Follow me.
6: There's a saying, or there
5: should be, that uh, nothing in the world's softer than an Irishman's heart, or harder than his head. When we found Pierce, he was sitting up, rubbing his head and wondering what it was all about.
14: I wouldn't believe it. Not a mark. Your head,
11: boy, how's your head? No better, no worse than most, Mrs. O'Devillin. Did I, did I do as you wanted, Joe?
5: Oh, you were great, Pierce.
11: Well, it's late, Joe McQueen, and me mother will want me. Good night to you all.
7: Good night, Good night, lad. Good night. Joe. Joe,
9: has
7: anything happened to you? It's con. No, I'm fine.
9: Oh, but Biddy said it. It was
7: the... the boy
14: Pierce O'Neill did the singing con. Oh, then the last condition, Biddy, it's untrue. The prediction is true to the last word. The song will be sung in the wood of Cali. It will be interrupted by violence, and the song will never be finished by man.
6: He's still singing your ears,
14: woman. So, not by man, but finished in the hills by the boy, O'Neill.
5: We took Biddy back to her cottage, then started the walk back through the woods to the village.
7: Hey, it's a matter of rainy. We're walking too fast
6: for you. Joe, you and Con go ahead, me and the inspector. I will sit down on the wall here and find our breath. The exertions of the evening, you know.
7: Ah, oh, we'll walk slowly, Father. Oh, no, I don't mind it, Miss I'm a little winded myself.
5: Con, are you sure your father's all right after all? He's... <laughs>
7: oh, oh, there are times,
9: Joe, when I wonder how you ever got to be a detected investigator. What? Well, there's an old man back there who only thought we'd rather walk alone.
5: Why, that sly old... <laughs>
6: Father, what's happening?
5: Hey, how come you're sitting on the ground?
6: I, I'm sitting on the ground because I was
7: sitting on the wall when it tumbled me off.
6: Joe, oh, look, the same stone and the, and the same wall, the
9: same one I slipped on yesterday.
7: Yeah, you're right. That's strange. A loose stone in a wall that stood firm for 700 years. Holy smoke, it's the stone, the stone, Fallon, the Blarney Stone. It's what? Well, look at it. Well, I can't, Brian, he's sitting on it. Oh, you'd
6: better get up, Father. Well, if that's the Blarney Stone, then I've just hatched it. Fallon, (laughs) Fallon, will you look? You've got the description, haven't you? Joe! Joe, that's it, that's it. Now, what do you know about that? Oh, Father, you're a hero. Oh, about the reward, Joe. Sitting on the stone that way, now, wouldn't you nearly have to tell them
7: that I found it? Who else? Well, congratulations, McNaughton. And about your old job as sergeant, you are reinstated... No, no, a... no, 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 I think not, Inspector. You see, the
6: reward I spoke of, it wouldn't look well for sergeant to be a wealthy millionaire. <laughs> well, take it over,
7: McNaughton. I've got to find a wagon and a block and tackle.
6: You know, can't seeing you and Joe now, I don't mind the predictions so much after all.
9: But I don't need a prediction to marry. I've kissed him, Father. And Joe's the one.
6: I didn't even know it was an audition. Well, now, just remember that you're going to marry an heiress. I've read about it in books, but it's grand to see. When
12: you're strolling down the pouring That means the lane A friendly brook will sing you This sweet refrain Paid me la And it to you And the top of the morning too
15: That means the spring. Is that a fact? The birds are glad to see you. Here's what they sing. Uh-huh. And the top of
12: the morning, too. Oh, it's great how they greet you in Ireland. Learn the words so you won't have to guess. It's a toast to your
15: health for one thing. And
12: a hundred thousand welcomes no less.
15: In your heart you're feeling shame more that means okay.
12: And if you meet a colleague, here's what you say Kate me La and slant it to you and the top of the morning too.
2: In a minute our stars will return.
13: Safe Lux Flakes. Lux gives your stockings gentle care. Gives your stockings double wear. Safe Lux Flakes.
2: Nylons washed the Lux Flakes way last twice as long, the experts say.
13: Everywhere a lady goes, it's hard on stockings, hard on hose. Starting, stopping, driving, shopping. Stretch, strain, stretch, strain. Everywhere a lady goes, it's hard on stockings, hard on hose. Stretch, strain, stretch, strain.
2: Scientific strain tests show that stockings washed the gentle Lux Flakes way last twice as long. And over 90% of the makers of nylons recommend Lux Care. So start the Lux Flakes habit this very night. Remember, Lux Flakes gives you double the stocking wear. It's like getting an extra pair of stockings with every pair you buy.
13: Extra pair, Lux Care. Double wear, Lux Care. Nylons wash the Lux Flakes way last twice as long, the experts say. Safe Lux Flakes.
2: Now here's Mr. Keeley with our stars. Sure,
3: and here they are for their curtain call, Dennis Day and Blythe and Barry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Barry, we haven't seen you here in a long time. Where have you been?
6: Oh, me? Oh, well, that's a ridiculous question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, your name is
10: Barry.
6: <laughs> Where's would I have been, but in Ireland?
10: Ah,
6: oh, Barry, but you're the clever one there. <laughs> now, were well, you making a picture of visiting friends? Well, I... I... both. I went to Ireland to make the John Ford production, The Quiet Man.
9: And what part do you play in the picture, Barry? The Quiet Man?
6: Well, did ever know me to be quiet? I didn't <laughs> no, minute, no, I, I'm
9: a chagron. <laughs> a chagron. And now what is that, please?
6: Well, it's something you could use, my girl. A chocron arranges marriages for young people.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, here we have something different, Barry. It's called leap year. Oh,
9: better than that. We have something called luxe toilet soap. Used faithfully every day, it makes a girl's complexion irresistible.
3: Then we know you're single by choice, Anne, because you're one of our loveliest Lux girls.
9: Hey, how about me?
3: Why? <laughs> Do you use Lux Soap, Dennis? Sure, and look at me. I got two shows.
10: <laughs>
9: and I understand you'll have a very special guest on your television show next Friday night, Dennis.
5: Yeah, poor fellow. He's only got one show. Oh. He has to take in laundry to make ends meet.
6: <laughs> ah, the poor fellow. And bless your generous heart, Dennis. Who is he now? A song plugger named Jack Benny. <laughs> That's a terrible calamity. Now, uh, what's on for next week here, Bill? Next week we'll have a story that's
3: particularly appropriate for this season of the year. It's one that you requested again and again. Come to the stable. And from the original cast of this moving 20th century Fox drama of modern faith and inspiration will be Loretta Young and you, Marlowe.
9: Oh, it's a beautiful story, Bill. Good night. Good
10: night. Good night,
9: night. Uh, and
3: Aaron Goebrandt. You know, there's been a lot of talk tonight about the wearing of the green, but here's John Kennedy to tell you something of both uh, green
2: and new. Here's proof that new green Chlorodent toothpaste gives you a clean, fresh mouth all day long. The January Reader's Digest presents facts revealing why Chlorodent, the amazing new toothpaste with magic chlorophyll, gives you the most effective deodorizing action ever discovered.
8: Reader's
13: Digest reports tests which showed why Chlorodent is 50% more effective in combating mouth odors as compared with a toothpaste without chlorophyll.
2: Yes, by brushing your teeth with Chlorodent regularly, preferably after meals, you can have a clean, fresh mouth, not just for minutes, but all day long. Because Chlorodent contains chlorophyll, nature's greatest purifier. Chlorodent fights tooth decay... Common gum troubles, too. Chlorodent gives you complete mouth care in a single product.
13: Buy a tube and see for yourself why Chlorodent. The chlorophyll dentifrice is winning friends faster than any other toothpaste in America.
3: Evo Brothers Company unconditionally guarantee the quality and performance of Lux Toilet Soap, Lux Flakes, Chlorodent Toothpaste. As presented on this program, or your money back. Now we invite you to be with us again next Monday evening and the Lux Radio Theater presents Loretta Young and Hugh Marlowe in Come to the Stable. This is William Keeley saying good night to you from Hollywood.
2: Anne Blythe appeared through the courtesy of Universal International Pictures, now releasing Flesh and Fury, co-starring Tony Curtis, Jan Sterling, and Mona Freeman. This is your announcer, John Milton Kennedy, reminding you to join us again next Monday night To hear Come to the Stable starring Loretta Young and Hugh Marlowe, this is the CBS Radio Network.
16: Well, that'll just about wrap things up for today. Certainly hope you enjoyed the programs. If you'd like to contact us for more information on how to purchase the programs, give us a request for upcoming programs, or just any kind of comments you'd like whatsoever. You may do so by going to our website at otrsite.com or you may email us at jerry at otrsite.com or you may call area code 562-696-4387 We'd certainly love to hear from you. And this is Jerry Hendigas saying thanks a lot for listening take care of yourselves, and we'll see you right here next week, same time, same station. Bye now.